Why does the kid in the Kumon logo look so dumb? <laughs> He's got like two dot eyes and like a straight line mouth. It just, it looks like, is that like the before picture? Like, <laughs> he, he looks like a cartoon character. In yeah, like- he, like, but it's, uh, that doesn't instill any confidence in me that if I send you my kids, that they'll come back smarter. Cause, <laughs> like, look at him. He's so blank faced. Can you send me this? I don't know this logo. Dude, you know the Kumon logo. There's one by your house. Kumon? Uh, yeah. You know, when we used to walk past Walgreens, I think there was like one by that. Like, How do you spell it? K-U-M-O-N. Uh, you don't know Kumon in general? I never. It's, no. You know, this is matching up with how the rest of your life played out. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh. Wow. That was mean. Do you see the face? Yeah, I see it now. <laughs> I see it now. So, so this this place is like where smart kids go and do more drills to become smarter, basically. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. But like, you wouldn't think that with the logo, right? No, he looks so apathetic. <laughs> I th- I would think it was like childhood counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Oh God. Also, their their slogan is math, reading, success. So if you know it's a place for kids that have trouble with learning, it's like, is this a place for kids that have trouble with too much success? <laughs> we'll make them look like this. Don't worry. I like I like how success sounds like a subject in right? school. <laughs> yeah, one of these things. Just got out of success. Yeah. They're giving us all boats now. You're listening to Instead Of, a hypothetical podcast with Josh Harrison, Tappan Johnny, and me, Mike Gobart. What? <laughs> a coos cheese sticks. If you really want to bring in a different type of non-theater going crowd and you want to order cheese sticks, but you got to have a play on words, you got to stuff some cheese into the acoustics. <laughs> this is probably how the stuffed crust pizza was invented, by the way. What I've just said to you? I read about how it was invented recently. It was... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. It's not much of a story. It's like, people like the cheese the most. Let's put it everywhere <laughs> we can. I have long since wondered when the day would come that they put cheese on the bottom of the pizza. I mean, it's they really haven't even <laughs> tried. It's kind of disappointing. Okay. Um, I agree, first of all. that's Two-sided pizza is the future, and everybody <laughs> knows it. A two-sided pizza is the future. How would they cook that? They would need to, like, cook it vertically. Look, that's the challenge. That's why it's tough, you know? It doesn't come overnight. But, like, where are you guys, pizza vendors? You haven't innovated in forever, with the exception of Domino's, who put an oven in their delivery car. That was smart. But, like, no one else is doing anything cutting edge. Wait, what do you mean they put an oven in their cars? Mike, listen to this. They have cars that are like branded Domino's cars and the back where you would like think the trunk was, they have just like mm-hmm. a, a warming oven that keeps your delivery pizza warm while they bring it to you. Wow. Right? Yeah. I am thinking about like how you would cook a pizza vertically and I feel like you would need to have a clothesline. Vertically? A clothesline <laughs> where you are hanging a pizza from like clothespins so that you can have the... Heat coming from both sides. 
Hey, real real quick, Josh, just to make sure, no, no part of any job title you've ever had has had the word engineer in it, has it? No. <laughs> okay, good. Just never do that. If you ever apply for a job and the word engineer is there, if someone around the neighborhood says, hey, I need an engineer, just never answer that call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like to eat this pizza... They just like wheel it out to you on a string and you just like stand under it. <laughs> they can't serve it on a plate. <laughs> wait, wait, new idea. New idea. What if, oh my God, instead of having cheese on both sides, it is a cheese stuffed pizza. So you have a normal pizza mm-hmm. and you cook it part way just so the cheese sticks to it so that when you flip it upside down, the cheese won't like fall off of it. Okay. Sure. Then you flip it upside down, you put more cheese, and then you put another pizza on top of that. That's a two-sided pizza. (laughs) And then you have two pizzas with cheese stuffed in the middle and cheese on both sides. It is like a pizza sandwich. Oh, my. It's an inside-out, side-in calzone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but see... Josh is innovating. That he's doing it, you know? Like he thought of something that <laughs> yeah. even blew my mind. I'm talking about two-sided pizzas. He's talking two pizzas one side. Like, holy shit. What do you guys think of this? Which I just saw a commercial for. You you're watching TV? <laughs> it was Taco Bell breakfast item. Can you guess what their new breakfast item is? It's I won't give you any clues. Um, I, I'm upset that I don't know this right off the bat, so sorry to Taco <laughs> Bell. Uh, I, I really I really got to know your menu well. Yeah, I let you down. Uh, I'm going to guess it is a chalupa with eggs in it. I'm going to guess that, but instead of a like flour tortilla curved around the outside, it's a pancake. Oh, you are so close. Oh, really? That oh. sounds so good. <laughs> you are so close. Wait, is it is it is it basically like uh are you about to say something like an egg McMuffin but just like one continuous shell, quote unquote, piece of bread? Uh no. Well, close. Taco Bell's newest breakfast innovation is the naked egg taco. The naked egg taco, okay. Bacon potatoes cheese the shell is made of a fried egg yes which you hold in your hand and eat did you guys just start hearing like just the most mad max music in your ears when mike (laughs) described that (laughs) wow the shell is a fried egg it's the double down it's like you're holding the food you're not holding like a bun right Holy smokes. Does anyone like that? Uh, yeah, man, of course. Anybody <laughs> they would. do? Oh, hell yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I got to get rid of the bacon, but like, oh my God. Yes, <laughs> yes. I want this right now, actually. That would be great. So at home, you would fry an egg and wrap potatoes and cheese in it and just fucking mash it in your hand and eat it? No, see, because that would require Tappan knowing how to cook an egg. Mm. I could, I could figure that out. It's not. It didn't look that hard when other people did it. It seemed like there was a pan, and then you put something on the pan. And you crack the egg, and you, uh, like you know, 
and then like pop it open and it just falls into like this perfect shape. I could do it. I could cook an egg. Then what? Uh, but yeah, look, it's basically a handheld omelet, right? Like with a hash that you're describing. Kind of, yeah. I'm going to eat that. Who's not going to eat that? I don't understand. How does the egg, like what's wrong with the egg that it's like not break breaking? What's wrong with it? No. <laughs> These are the best eggs around. Like they found the strongest eggs there were. They like that existed. Would you ever eat any other thing eggs with your hand? <laughs> I eat like hard-boiled eggs with my hand. That's true. That's really good. I like those. I read an article recently that said uh, the headline is Apple's cash on hand is bigger than GE's market cap of $256 billion. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this isn't about the contents of the article. This is about the image that the writer chose to go alongside this article. (laughs) Because it was a photograph of someone buying two iPads with like $1,400 bills. Like $1,400. It is so not representative of what they're trying to convey in that article. (laughs) Like, the scale... (sighs) I mean, it's like um, if there was an article that said, like, uh, local man finds $100 in sock drawer, and the image was like a pile of dimes and quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Why does this upset you so much? Well, I mean, it just got me thinking, like, $256 billion is such an absurdly large amount of money that I have trouble conceptualizing it. So instead of a picture of, like, a small stack of a couple hundred dollar bills... What would be an appropriate accompanying picture to this article? Uh, I have one. Mike, do you have one? Uh, You go first. Okay, because I know exactly the picture. Because it is is an image on the internet that I revisit as much like how every now and then you'll watch like the same YouTube videos and whatever. This is a photograph that I go back and look at because I love it so, so much. I know which one you're going to say. (laughs) You know it, Josh? Of course I do. Okay, okay. Um, it's basically <laughs> this photograph of this mustachioed Indian man who is wearing... Yep. <laughs> uh, he's wearing a t-shirt made entirely out of gold. Uh, <laughs> and he's got, like, gold rings and, like, huge gold necklaces. And it's just, like, he looks just fucking phenomenal and like i have always thought that that is the perfect example photograph of like a ludicrous amount of money and that's what i would have put in this apple story (laughs) he looks so hilarious you guys and someone asked him like why did you do this and he's like uh it'll be good for the ladies (laughs) he did it to pick up women Oh my god, it was so perfect. Everything about the guy it was things that I was just in love with. <laughs> he is wealth. His name should be Wealth. <laughs> um I think I would put I would have like just like a really, really cool car, but like you zoom when you zoom in on it, because you're like, oh what a cool car. You zoom in on it and <laughs> How do you zoom in on, on like a print ad you know when you like look closer (laughs) bring it closer to your face slowly (laughs) sure yes 
you're like, wait a minute, I've never even seen that logo. What is that? Because it's you own the only car of this car in the whole world. Wow. Oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say the car was covered in like Apple stock or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the picture that I would use uh, is that uh, scene from Breaking Bad where they just have that like pallet of cash and people like lie down on it. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good picture. Yeah, it's just like an exorbitant amount of money. Bill Burr is one of those guys. Yeah, it's him and, and Huel, the guy with the weird shaped head that's like a cone head. <laughs> wow, poor Huel. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't think he started this podcast expecting to be blasted by Josh in the middle of it. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite characters, though. I love you, Huel, or whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much money is it? $256 billion? Yeah. How much? How much? How big is that physically? Is there any way to know? What are you <laughs> There's no way to know. <laughs> what are you asking? Are you serious? Dude, Mike. Look, I've seen the pyramid thing. Mike, you know the answer to that question, Mike. I do. Did you just say a pyramid? No, no, no. I was talking about that common pyramid graphic of that demonstrates money size. <laughs> Mike, uh, it is totally possible to calculate how physically big $256 billion is. <laughs> that's great so <laughs> like any anyone could have told you that mike including yourself <laughs> okay so think about it this way 256 billion dollars so that's 2.5 billion hundred dollar bills mm-hmm. do you agree with that mike uh yeah okay <laughs> which means that's 25 million like stacks like wrapped stacks of hundred dollar bills okay so how many stacks do you think you could fit in a briefcase like a hundred? Yeah, tops. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit about this. What do you mean a hundred tops? What are you basing that on? Look, I know my briefcases. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's let's say a hundred. Oh, how convenient for the math to work out this way. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like estimating here. So that's two hundred and fifty-six thousand briefcases. How many briefcases do you think could fit on like a pallet? <laughs> yeah, Mike, come on, same <laughs> principle. You should be able to answer this right off the top of your head again. This is the worst version of that jelly bean thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how many briefcases on a pallet. <laughs> like probably what? Four wide, five deep or something. So that's 20. You could probably fit like maybe, I don't know, 15 high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that... Uh, so that's like 300 on a pallet. And we have 250,000 briefcases. Yep. So that's 850 pallets. Oh, my God. So you can fit what? I don't know. Like You guys, this is not riveting television. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that it would be like... Just get to the final <laughs> destination of the money, Josh. Just tell us how you would visually display it. I think it would be like 25 shipping containers <laughs> worth of $100 bills. That's great. That's so much. Could have just said that, man, from the start. I mean, I was <laughs> thinking you... out loud. I didn't have that ready. Why were you doing your proof? <laughs> I didn't have that ready. I was just kind of, I don't know, 
taking you on my journey. Mike, are you satisfied with this? Have you have yeah. you seen 25 shipping containers before? Dude, that's so many. That's crazy. There, now you've seen that much money. Whoa. So I've been playing a lot of NBA 2K18, as you are both well aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have this mode in the game where you can kind of like make yourself as an individual player and kind of get into the NBA and find success. And there's a whole bunch of like really goofy cutscenes, but it's great. I love it. I love every part of it. Uh, but what I was wondering for you both is instead instead of like my dream to be a pro basketball player, um, what would be like your dream simulator to experience your real life like hopes and, and goals? Hmm. Like, what do you want to be? Let's start with that. What would be your dream? Um, Guys, I don't know if you know how sad your silence sounds, but it is... <laughs> deafening you do you have you never ever like okay. imagined <laughs> god damn i i dream of being a uh <laughs> don't start it like that successful novelist <laughs> okay okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i can go like i don't know no I'm, sorry wait wait is that it it's just your dream is to be a successful novelist it's a dream no no, no. it's not the only one Give me that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking if you could think in your wildest imagination oh, oh, that anything oh, okay. was possible. Okay. Not just like what is your current path you're on. <laughs> I was like, this would be really boring. Holy hell. Uh, Josh? Yeah, I mean any anything? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of on the path to doing exactly what I want to do. Like I love being in the games industry and I love being a part of making games and I'd love to kind of continue doing that i don't know like i would love to be more involved in game design um i don't know this wouldn't be your wildest dream (laughs) no i mean i don't know i want to colonize mars i don't know do you because that's not really oh my god (laughs) i hate that both of you guys like you're you're i like playing video games but i don't want to have to actually do that stuff you're so you've Put yourself in such a like box that you can't even allow these thoughts of wonder to enter. You want to just continue on your careers, both of you, as your wildest dream? Isn't that a good thing, though? Isn't that doesn't that mean that like I am on the path to being as happy as I can be? Yeah, I just don't believe that's possible. Like I know how much you like mozzarella sticks, and there are no mozzarella sticks involved in this dream journey you're on. I'm t- saying incorporate the things you want most. Okay, and you like clean laundry and Diet Coke, and that isn't in NBA 2K18. That is in NBA 2K18. <laughs> Thank you very much. It is. It's true. Wait, what? <laughs> laundry? Listen, man, they have given me a place to really achieve my dreams but you guys just keep going to work i guess for the next few years and then it'll happen over the last two months or so i've been taking uh every so often like bubble baths before work (laughs) (laughs) oh did not see that coming Well, it's awesome. It's so good. It's the best decision like I've ever made. Tappan, did you notice that he specified before work as if normally his bubble baths came after he got home? <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, 
But like the the pre work bubble bath just popped into my head one day. I'm like, this what would I like right now? A bubble bath. Let's do it. Um, do people take bubble baths? Am I out of the loop here? I do. I took a I took a bubble bath last when I was like four. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I did. Really? Oh my god! What are you taking bubble baths all the time for, dude? They're lovely. How do you even get clean with soap? <laughs> I, I like, but you don't like splash around in there. You're in a tub of water of like your own filth. Like after you rinse yourself off, you're just sitting in your dirt. I like stand up and use the shower after. Okay, uh, because that's when you know like the actual like cleanliness happens. Yeah, I mean it's pretty, when you put it this way, it doesn't sound as enticing. But you know what's funny? I always I, I thought about uh, how weird it was that like people. Every day we just like hose ourselves down and no one really thinks of it that way because it's a shower. But it's just like what like happens to elephants in a circus. Like that's what we're doing. We go in there and it's just like turn on our own hose and just real, real quick just rinse off. Yeah, you're right. I used to I used to love the hose. <laughs> I mean not not as a shower, just like to spray myself with it is fun. <laughs> That wasn't the moral of the story. <laughs> I thought the moral of the story was... We're, we're getting away from it here. Okay, so you switch to the morning bubble bath. I switch... Well, yeah. I, I mean, in addition to the shower, really. But, okay. um, like, I've just been... You know, the first time I did it, I'm like, this is incredible. This is so good. I had an awesome day because I took a bubble bath in the morning. <laughs> but I got addicted to it. Like, I started doing it too much. <laughs> And it wasn't special anymore, you know? It was just... <laughs> I like, I'm like desensitized to the morning bubble bath now. It means nothing uh, to me. Dude, you're like a, a, a Tuesday night CBS side character. That's who you are. You're like Ray Romano's brother, you know? Like, that's the life you live. Yeah. Something zany is always happening to you. Mm, this means a lot. This explains a lot. <laughs> um... But my instead of is um, instead of morning bubble baths. What have you guys just like burned out till you hate it? There was so this always happens with food with me. I'll just start eating one thing nonstop and then it'll go away. Mm. But there was one time where I ate Chipotle for lunch and dinner, like I think it was like thirteen days in a row or something. <laughs> and then I just like woke up on that fourteenth day, and I just. I just stopped. Um, I just stopped going to Chipotle. Yeah. Like, it just, it it stopped. I remember your Chipotle days. It just, uh, yeah, it was great. It was awesome, like, for those 13 days, but I guess I learned my lesson. Never do something for 14 days. <laughs> That's the lesson? <laughs> That's the lesson, I think, because, you know, because I, I eventually went back to Chipotle. Two weeks. But I never, ever did anything that was 14 days again. That happens to me a lot with music. It's like I love a band, I love a song or something, and I just kind of listen to that album or that song on repeat. Yeah, I do that too. Until I hate it. <laughs> Me too. What was the most recent song that that happened to? Probably. Let's get an insight into the person who is 2017 Josh Harrison. Uh, probably In Cold Blood by Alt-J. Mm. What is that? Is that? Oh, that's that weird album. Yeah, Relaxer. Bummer. Mike, have you ever burnt... Wait, you said... You've burned out songs? Because here's what I know about you, Mike. Oh, yeah. I burn out so many songs. I know that when you listen to music, you almost never make it to the end of a song without skipping to the next <laughs> song. 
I know that about you. So you burn out on the song because there are like too many choruses in it? I don't ask Mike how many times he's heard the end of an album. Mike, I got a question for you. How many times have you heard the end of an album? I have a problem with this. Like see? <laughs> it's true. I don't see I don't see it through. There's still more songs at the end, Mike. It's the same band you still like. Like I know. They just put them at the end. I'm such a millennial. I just want the singles. <laughs> just give me the good ones. <laughs> I don't want the, like the uh, the other ones. Well, sometimes I do, but I, I don't think millennials say I'm such a millennial. <laughs> Police were dispatched to the first block of North Linden Street in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, for a report of shots fired at 12:57 p.m. on Thursday. They found the victim sitting on the steps of one house with a gunshot wound to his lower right leg. Witnesses at the scene told police that the shots came from a white or cream-colored vehicle that drove north along the street. At 7.40... This is this is taking a much darker tone than your usual news stories. Very law and order, yeah. Just wait. Yeah. At 7.44 p.m. after the victim was released from the hospital, police were once again dispatched to a shots-fired report in the first block of North Linden Street. <laughs> Officers again found the same victim, this time with a gunshot in his groin area, as well as shell casings in the area. The name of the victim has not been released. This guy got shot twice in one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Within seven hours of each other. That is how, like... Do you think it It was something, like, super dark, like, uh, we got him, and they're like, is he dead? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I thought you just wanted us to, like, tag his legs. It's like, no, you know, go out there and finish the job. Make sure his legacy, like, never continues. And they're like, that's a that's a strange order to give boss. And then they shoot him in the in the groin, thinking that like the boss still wanted them to kill him, but they thought, you know, legacy. So they just they did that. This is gonna be a series of mishaps for this poor man. The thing is that like the article even wrote like they had a sense of humor when they were writing this because uh, the second paragraph. That's not a nice thing to do if you're a news outlet. It's like, both times, he was treated at Holy Spirit Hospital. Both times, he failed to provide information about what happened to police. <laughs> he didn't tell them? <laughs> no. Dude, dude, it's definitely a sex thing. I think he has some sort of gun-related fetish. <laughs> he has a mishap his first time, you know. I don't know what he does. It was a drive-by. It's not like a oh. gun accident in his home. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> anyway, so my instead of is, have you ever had something bad happen and then almost immediately had the exact same bad thing happen after you're like, okay, well, that's never going to happen again. And then it does. I got one if you want to think about it. I have one. Too. I have one. <laughs> you're, you're clearly dying to tell this story. So let's hear it. No, I'm just like, I know it's something that you'll have to think about. Yeah, let's hear yours. So, um, the first car accident that I got into, I was like merging onto a main road after a stop sign and the car in front of me like moved. So I turned my head left and I started going and they hadn't gone. So I like banged into the back of their car. It wasn't bad. Nobody was hurt. Um, but like I dented the back of their car. He's still like defending his kid <laughs> all these years later. It wasn't bad. No one was hurt. Everyone was wearing their seatbelt. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. <laughs> and so I was on my way to work there. And on the way home, <laughs> I hit another car <laughs> doing the exact same thing. It was merging onto a road and I turned, <laughs> I turned my head left 
And I started going because there was nobody coming, but the car in front of me hadn't gone yet. That one, there wasn't even a dent. So, like, we didn't even exchange insurance information or anything. But, yeah. I <laughs> so, you got away with it twice? I mean, the first time, no, I we exchanged information. You're a bad I, driver, dude. <laughs> I was, like, 17 or something like that. Bad at driving. Every time I've let you use my car, somehow something comes back with it a little wrong. Every time. Wait, what happened this time? Like three times it was the check engine light, that, and I always found that to be particularly suspicious. Uh, I don't know what it is this time yet. I haven't driven enough since uh, since you visited, but I'm sure something broke. <laughs> it's like one of our buddies, Mike and I, uh, we have a very close friend who, when he goes over to someone's house, he like oh. he must oh. know every possession that is God. in that home. And, like, he listens to this podcast. He knows who he is. But, like, he is the most thorough inspector of, like, things you own that you'll ever meet. Still owes me a Zoid. A Zoid. <laughs> he just comes over and touches everything, and everything always breaks. <laughs> Every time he finds, if he ever finds cash, it's gone. <laughs> what? It's gone. So he's a thief? <laughs> no, no, come on. He's not a thief. He gives it back, but he's just trying to, like, teach you a lesson. <laughs> What lesson? I like it's it's my own home. I don't mind leaving cash out. That's what I I said. No, in in fair in fairness, Mike's apartments for some reason always always it's like a where's Waldo of cash around his like floor plan. There's just cash sticking out of like different things. I have seen cash in every room of his house, including the bathroom, including the bathroom. Well, where was the cash in the bathroom? It was on the the sink thing, like the area in the back. Okay. Pockets, probably. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Why should I have to worry? It's my house. <laughs> Why are you leaving cash everywhere? I don't know. It's mine. This is base. My house is basically just one big pocket. Wow, what an interesting way to think about it. Yeah. Do you have anything to? Oh yeah. Whenever I have to go into anyone's office at work, I for some reason I'm like very aware of my like physical space and i'm like because i just feel like intense about having a work conversation so i like kind of lose track of where the walls and doors are uh so (laughs) dude what in the world are you describing every time every time i leave i like turn the wrong wrong way and walk right into the door (laughs) and i'm like trying to be like okay thanks i'll take care of it bam every time (laughs) Like Sideshow Bob with the rakes. Yeah, I like bump the the door frame and like whoop whoop. Meant to do that. Very natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. hang on. I still got to think about this. I have another one. I got another hernia. <laughs> oh, again? Yeah. Like right now, dude? No, like last year. I still have it. Like I haven't fixed it yet. But what is that number three for you? Yeah. You know, people aren't supposed to have three hernias, right, Mike? I don't understand. Do you, do you know that? I mean, yeah, I know that. I don't know what I did, though. That would be a fun boxing middle name for you. Michael, three hernias, Bogar. <laughs> the guy would be like, oh, shit, he's put up with a lot. What about, like, the Flash or, like, Thumper or something cool? Three hernias, huh? He could really take a punch. <laughs> it's like, oh. Get put a target right there. <laughs> Bam. So I have a listener question. 
Anna from Boston was asking me, uh, yo, Tappen, why do you prefer soft tofu over firm tofu? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I have a whole bunch of reasons. And she goes, is that a podcast question? I'm like, not exactly. And so Phew. we brain, yeah, don't worry. We brainstormed on it a little bit. And her instead of was, so instead of tofu, which is like the go-to vegetarian option, uh, whenever people want to like switch from where they would use meat, what would you guys do to bring in more vegetarian people? To my restaurant? Yeah, like something that draws attention to like, your campaign is instead of tofu, we put in blank. Oh, it has to be something. It has to be an ingredient. I, you you decide. Okay. But all, the only metric is you have to guarantee more vegetarians walk in through that door. Okay, I got one. What? I invent a paste. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I like that this is not an item that exists today. <laughs> I invent a paste. All right, all right. Made of like all the best leaves and grass and whatnot. <laughs> you really think I eat grass to this day, don't you? I, you really think that I eat grass like no, long no, no. grass. <laughs> <laughs> You've always thought that. Basically, I want to translate lab grown meat to vegetables, but like it has to be science fiction y. So I want a paste that you just mold into fun shapes and eat. Like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, spaceships, rocket ships, cars. A rocket ship is a kind of spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) I like how, if you really think about it, the only thing Mike mentioned were potential uh, transportation (laughs) devices. Okay, that's that's an answer. Josh, what would you do? Thank you. I think that uh, I would still just offer tofu. Like my menu wouldn't change, but I would have different business practices where I would say... (laughs) Ethical tofu. (laughs) Instead of tofu, I'm going to keep tofu in there. (laughs) Oh, cool. But I would offer, uh, like, if you bring in somebody that eats meat, we'll give vegetarians a 50% discount. So I'll go like the discount mm. you eat for less because you're eating less. Uh, oh, cool! Would the would the food come with that judgment? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's what I would you do. Pay less because you're eating less should be your business model anyway. You dick. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You know what? I'm gonna put this on blast. Every vegetarian who listens to this, go ahead and tell the network. We all know that there's a network. Josh Harrison's restaurant is never to be solicited by our people. <laughs> I mean, you'd be missing out on great deals, though. Yeah, dude, 50%. Listen, you just want me to bring you in there, Mike, because you're going to ask me to split the cost when we put the <laughs> checks together. You want 25% of that discount. I only ate vegetables, though. You're going to be the vegetarian in this situation. I have to be the meat eater. <laughs> it doesn't even work. When people are telling stories about other people's houses, like, okay, the example for me is like when you were talking about money being in every room of Mike's apartment, I've never been to Mike's apartment. I've never seen pictures of Mike's apartment. So I picture... You sound upset. No, 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 no. It's fine. (laughs) You said it. He said it like in FaceTime later. He said it like he had asked you, Mike, for pictures earlier and you hadn't given them to him. And he's like, I've never even seen pictures of Mike's apartment. Mike, 
You asshole, you told me you were going to send me pictures. <laughs> do you guys ever, like, do you have a go-to in your head for what other people's houses look like until you see them? Oh, what a good question. Uh, name a person first whose house I haven't been in. I definitely do. Uh, you haven't been to my apartment, Tappen. What does my apartment look like? Oh, perfect. I know yeah. for sure what your house looks like, though. Like, I can guess. Okay. Is this going to be insulting? <laughs> no, not at all. Because I know that luckily for you, uh, your wife has good artistic choices. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I know how Sammy has probably laid out your house with the one exception of, I guarantee that your gigantic TV is mounted on your brick wall somehow. Oh, you have a brick wall? Yes, it is. Yep. There you go. People, everybody, everything I just mentioned, you can glean from that sentence about the life Josh Harrison lives. Okay. But that, I feel like I've like taken a picture of something on my TV for you before. So I'm actually not giving you full credit on that. Now you're going to start telling people that what we actually do in our group chat is send photographs of our televisions to each other because we do that so much. Oh, I have so many of those. Yeah. I couldn't find a clip of something on YouTube for something I was watching, so I filmed my TV and sent you guys the video. Yeah, it's right there. Why not? Okay, so somebody that is like, you know, more ab- abstract than than me that you wouldn't have seen anything from. Like, okay, my like my buddy Kyle, who I mentioned last week, you know absolutely nothing about him. But if I said like, oh, something happened in his living room, like his dogs picked up something and they knocked over a glass on his coffee table, like that is a, a tiny story that now you can picture in your head. Do you have a go-to house where that happened? Or do you like make up a new image in your head every time? Because for me, it's my grandmother's house. Every single time there's a house that I don't know about. You think it looks like your grandma's house? It's like my grandmother's split-level house that she has in New York. I got to be honest. You're like, uh, you're making me see a perspective I've never seen before in, in my life. I've never thought about what you've just said. Wow. No, I, I never, ever know what to expect inside someone's house. And, like, I'm always wrong, obviously, because <laughs> it never looks like that. Dude, what are you going to do on the day you're right and it's not your grandmother's <laughs> house? I don't know. She has a very particular house. She ha- Her kitchen has wallpaper on the ceiling. Whoa. <laughs> um, what, uh, what is it of? Rain? No, it's like... <laughs> because she might have been trying to tell you guys something. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... He's like... She does not have a good sense of style. I'm sorry. Dude, who the hell puts their grandmother on blast? What is wrong with you? What a dick. I love my grandmother very much. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no. But it, no, I, I, I will because you just said something mean about her. But, oh my God, her condo in Florida, the bathroom has wallpaper on the door. So you close the door <laughs> behind you and you turn around and it's gone. It vanishes into the wall. Baller. <laughs> it's like a haunted house where now, like, you are now in a room with no doors. <laughs> is the doorknob covered? Like, is the doorknob printed? <laughs> no, I mean, the doorknob isn't. But, <laughs> but like, you turn around and you expect to see this huge rectangular thing that you can walk through. And it's like, nope, it just kind of blends in. That must be very disorienting. Can I ask how... Well, first of all, I have to toss this up to my main man, Mike. What do you think the wallpaper was of? Pink flowers. No, it is uh, dark blue... Power Rangers. (laughs) It's dark blue (laughs) butterflies. And that wallpaper is also on the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a very claustrophobic room. It's a very, very claustrophobic room. Like, it's a bathroom, so it's already small. Can I ask you one question? Yes. Is the floor wallpapered? No, it's not. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you were peeing in, like, a whirlwind of butterflies? (laughs) Oh, my God. That would be so scary. (laughs) You would be flying. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Wait, so you've never seen my house, and... I'm in my bedroom. Are you picturing me in your grandma's bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> no. That was the sickest burn. Like, <laughs> the calmest way. He just lit you up. Oh, my God. Like you just said, you banged his grandma. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Oh, he put that thought in your head, dude. No, like for some reason, it's not her bedroom. It's like the guest room that I always stayed in. I'll tell you why for some reason. Mm. Because you're trying to not picture this. <laughs> no, it is uh, like... No, no, he was in the guest room. He's in the guest room. He would never be in the main bedroom. <laughs> Grandma doesn't let other people in there. No. Uh, so... So actually, so here's a weird thing is for some reason, Mike, I don't picture your house as my grandmother's house. I picture yours as like like a lakeside cabin almost, which is very strange. Like <laughs> because the only hmm. picture that I've seen You think Mike lives in a lakeside cabin? <laughs> I do live in downtown Chicago. <laughs> There's water near there. Um so for some reason the the only picture that I have to go off of is when you sent the picture of you doing the Hank voice. Mm. Oh, that was <laughs> great. It's like it was dark except for like one dingy light hanging over your head where if I could see it in motion, I would imagine it like kind of creaking and swinging back and forth in the wind because you have a broken window that is like has gusts of air rushing in. <laughs> Dude, are you just trying to get back at him now? Because of what he said earlier? No, I don't know. It's just, no, I don't know. I was, at one time, I was thinking about decorating my bedroom as like a warlord hut. Yeah. So that's not that far off. <laughs> Do you understand what just happened, Smooth? Mike took your insult and he said it looked, he made it sound like it was something else, but he's actually telling you, hey, if you come after me, you're coming after a fucking warlord. So you better know what you're about to do. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, you should write us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends more about the show. We're on the web at instead.of.fm and Twitter at instead.of.fm, where you can ask us listener questions. We've got new episodes every Wednesday, so we'll see you next week. Would you go to a general physician <laughs> whose practice slogan was Flem de la Flem, so that you know he's, <laughs> he's the best at clearing like throats or like an ear, nose, and throat person, and their slogan was Flem de la Flem. First of all, if this makes it to the show, this is what being Tappan's friend is like for the other 23 hours of every day. <laughs> Constant. <laughs> Isn't it great? Your life constantly has new material. Yeah, I would go. I would go to Flem de la Flem. <laughs> Uh...
in the same vein, if you finish uh, optometry school, but your career doesn't work out, are you a floptometrist? <laughs> <laughs> that one I like. That's good. Could you set up a pop-up shop? Uh, a pop-up optometry shop uh, in three years called 2020 Vision? God, what a what a winding road we took to get to that punchline. <laughs> that was, wow, yeah. A pop-up op shop. 